Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more. Or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. So let's all, let's all take a deep breath together. I think that that's a great way for us to collectively drop in and just unite our energy. So wherever you are, sit nice and tall, find supportive posture, find that nice stacking of the column of your spine. So you've got a deep hollow channel for the breath to move all the way through. Whenever you're ready, take a deep breath in, deep breath out. Sigh it out, shake it out, loosen up your body, let go of tension, clear your mind, drop into the present. Let's do that again. Deep breath in. Deep sigh or exhale with noise. Shake it out, loosen up, drop in, ground in, connect to gravity. Let's do it again. This time, if you want to sweep your arms overhead, I'm going to do that. You are always welcome to join me. And with that deep breath, I welcome you to our moon circle tonight. So if this is your first time tuning in with me, my name is Vinette Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, I am an emotional alchemist, and a channeler of the divine. And I host these free moon circles online every new moon and full moon. And sometimes I pop on in other astrological events too, but I really rule my life by the moon. And I've been doing that for a little over seven to eight years now, maybe a little bit longer, but I revolve my life, my business, personal life, how I parent, how I'm a spouse, how I relate to others as a friend, um, all of it. It all revolves around the energy of the moon. And I think it's so important for us to just take a little pause throughout the month at the new moon and the full moon to really drop in and see what's going on around us when it comes to the energy, when it comes to how we feel, and maybe learn how to align with that energy just a little bit more effectively so that we don't feel so crazy or so um, 
you know, out of peace. I think I think that it's really important to just feel more aligned with the energy of the cosmos so that we feel more peaceful. So if this is your first time, welcome. If this is your umpteenth time or your second or third time, whatever time it is, I welcome you into this circle tonight. We are going to talk about a lot. We're going to talk about the full moon, the full moon being in Taurus. There's an owl hooting outside. I've had an owl totem following me for a couple of months now. So sorry, that just caught me off guard. <laughs> for those that know, they know. So we're going to talk about the full moon. We're going to talk about the full moon being in Taurus. We might touch a little bit on Scorpio season. That's the solar season that we're in. We're also going to talk about Mars being in Scorpio opposing Uranus right now. We'll talk about partial lunar eclipses, why this is called a blood moon, other names for this moon, the Vedic astrology of this moon, and whatever else comes up through the channeling of the circle as I hang out with you here. So we're going to start by actually opening up our circle with the five elements, and then I'm going to invite in the guides and guardians of the five directions. Do not let me forget to close the circle on camera tonight or on recording tonight because I always forget. I almost always forget to close the circle on camera and then I do it off camera because I remember, um, but I'd like to do it on camera tonight. And it's funny, I just saw my shaman maybe like three or four weeks ago and she said, you know, you have a lot of clockwise energy about you, but not so much counterclockwise. <laughs> I was like, I'm not releasing the guides and the guardians appropriately. So remind me to do it if I forget. Don't let me in the circle before I do that. Okay, so let's start with the five elements. And by the way, I work with these elements with every moon circle. You could work with the same elements. You could work with something different. If you don't have these elements, that's okay. The great thing about connecting through the technology that we have here, this ether space, is that it withstands both time and space. So it moves beyond that three-dimensional plane that we live on. And all of the energy that I bring in from these elements tonight is going to move to you as well. So even if you don't have these tools, you're still receiving the energy of these tools regardless. The first element we're going to bring in is the element of earth. And I have several crystals that I'm going to be working with tonight or inviting into this moon circle. The first one is black moonstone. Black moonstone, you know, we hear of regular moonstone, but we don't use black moonstone as much. We're in a, a time where we're going to experience a darker moon with this eclipse. So this isn't your typical full moon energy. This isn't your typical lunar energy. This is dark moon stuff. This is a time of release, a little bit of a time of death and rebirth, a time to be in the darkness of the infinite potential. So we're bringing in the energy of black moonstone tonight. I'm just going to set that there in front of the tech we're using. And I also advise you to maybe use either a clear quartz or a crystal quartz. I have a crystal quartz generator here. So it's got this point, which means that it amplifies the energy that comes through it. So let me go ahead and point that to you tonight as well. And you can take in the energy. Crystal quartz helps to absorb negative energy. We're going to talk about that tonight with the Vedic astrology of this moon. Crystal quartz helps protect us. It also helps us to see clearly something we really need to make sure we're doing during a time of eclipse. So I invite you to use clear quartz or crystal quartz tonight. 
And then finally, since we're not charging up our crystals, we might need to charge ourselves with a little bit of selenite moonstone. So I've got the moonstone and I've got the black moonstone tonight. I've got those opposing energies. Selenite is a master crystal. It will charge your other crystals. It will also charge you. You don't wanna put it in water. It will dissolve in water. So you don't wanna charge your water with it. You can always tap it to the outside of your water or bring it around the outside of your water. Put a cup of water on a charging plate. Just don't put the selenite in water. It's going to dissolve if you do that. But this is a great crystal to use to help charge up our energy. Might be feeling a little weird right now. Eclipses all always kind of make us feel weird. Even though now in modern times we know what's going on. We know that it's just this passing of the earth and the sun and the moon and the way they line up. But think about ancient times when we didn't know that. And think about like our primal self who still has a bit of a memory within our primal brain. Think about being in that primal time of life, prehistoric time of life, pre-modern stage, and the moon just like turns red all of a sudden because it's eclipsing. <laughs> we don't know that, but it's just a, a blood red moon all of a sudden. That would be quite scary, right? If the full moon just changed out of the blue, all of a sudden it'd be weird. Same thing if the sun just disappeared for a while, you might think that's a little bit weird. So we still have this primal, like energetic programming within our energy memory or past life memories that makes us feel a little anxious around the time of an eclipse. I certainly feel more heightened. I don't feel so weird. I just feel a little bit more heightened than normal during this eclipse. So selenite wands are great to really amplify energy and transfer energy. So I'm going to use the selenite wand to really open up our circle tonight once I'm done bringing in the rest of the elements. But there's a little charge up to you for now. Okay, we're gonna move on to the second element of Earth, moving beyond the crystals and gemstones. I am bringing in the element of Palo Santo. I always smudge during our circles, so I'm gonna combine this with the element of fire, really light this up, and that's gonna produce an alchemy to emit smoke or the element of wind. So we have a lot of fire energy with this eclipsed moon. We also have Mars playing into the energy tonight. And then we have this energy of purification, cleansing, new beginnings. I'm gonna send that smoke out to you. And Palo Santo comes from trees that have been dead for quite some time, usually seven years plus. Sometimes it's three. I prefer the older woods if I can get them sustainably and ethically ecologically um, because it symbolizes that transformation of what comes out of death there's a lot of grief on the planet right now I was just talking about this with a friend earlier today we've had to let go of our old ways of living we've had to let go of an old earth an old normal we're in a new normal new earth new age new beginnings and as exciting as that is, there comes grief with the letting go of things. But these trees, these Palo Santo trees that have been dead for so long, they have this resin within them 
that kind of has its own alchemical process and starts to turn into an elixir. It's quite magical, quite cleansing. So when we ignite that resin with fire, we produce another alchemy and turn that into a beautiful smoke that also turns the dead wood into ash. But it really cleanses. I can really just feel the energy right now. Like, do you guys feel that? I hope you do. So Palo Santo is a great wood to use during this eclipsed moon. Also because this moon is in Taurus, the energy of the earth, having a really earthy wood to burn doesn't hurt. A good grounding smoke to purify and cleanse your spaces. Now, if you're using Palo Santo, I just mentioned, you want to make sure you're getting it from an ethical place, that it's being sourced sustainably, and that it's never being sourced from live trees. I get my Palo Santo from a very reliable source. Um, and I'm always just making sure that I'm blessing the tools that I'm using. I never um, want to culturally appropriate or feel like I'm using something unnecessarily. I've been using this stick of wood forever. And if you guys tuned into my last moon circle, you saw me burning up that very last little, like, you know, it was like the tiniest little piece of Palo Santo, burning what's left. So I use up everything. I cherish everything because every, every little bit is sacred and important. So that's burned out. So I know that that's done now. Our space is purified. Your space is purified. The tech I'm using to communicate to you is cleansed. So we're gonna move on to the element of water. Now, of course, you could always just have water on you, taking good drinks of water from time to time. Make sure that you're drinking a lot of water during this eclipse just to really purify yourself, cleanse away any toxicities. This is a time of big reset, so you wanna make sure you're taking advantage of what water has to offer. We're also in the season of Scorpio, which is a water sign. So you wanna make sure that you're using water to wash away things. You know, also thinking about the earthly energy of Taurus, just being with this um, full moon in Taurus, being that earth sign, when we combine the water and the earth, it can be mud, but with enough water and enough force that mud washes away. And again, we cleanse our spaces. So water is really important right now. I actually have two vessels of water <laughs> for our moon circle tonight, which I don't normally do. So water is sacred. Water is life. Water is important right now. My child just got home. This is going to be interesting. I'm locked in my office. No promises. It's an eclipse full moon. We got to take the energy, right? By the way, he's an Aries fire sign. He's pretty pumped up. Okay, so moving on, we're also going to use the element of um, water through the power of aromatherapy, through essential oils. And I actually have several options for you tonight. The first one that I'm going to suggest to use is patchouli or possibly a clary sage. Clary sage, just like clear quartz or crystal quartz, helps you to see clearly. It activates your intuition and your third eye, so it helps you to kind of tune into what's coming in from the inside, which is where we should be tuning in during an eclipse. We shouldn't be out under the moon. We're not soaking in the wisdom of the moon. We're turning inward into the darkness and seeing what that has to offer us tonight. So clary sage or I have patchouli. Both of these are very grounding oils, great for the third eye, great for relaxation, meditation, anytime that you really wanna drop and turn within. So since we're focusing on grounding tonight with so much heightened energy, and we're focusing on that earth grounding energy of Taurus, I'm gonna bring this right to my feet tonight. So just right to the soles of my feet for where I go. And you can always anoint yourself as well. 
and you can always mix those oils with like a carrier oil to dilute it as well but I don't mind using patchouli my son just hit on the door like I said it's gonna be an adventure tonight we'll see how um, how well my husband controls him okay so moving on to the next essential oil this is going to be bergamot bergamot is the oil of empowerment and it really helps us work with our solar plexus now because we're usually connecting to the solar energy reflecting off of the moon and a full moon we're not connecting to that now it's auspicious to be out under that energy of an eclipse we need to connect to our internal solar energy or our internal sun instead and that resides in our solar plexus this is a place where we hold confidence empowerment willpower, the ability to make change, the ability to create new habits, the ability to stay true to our core and who we are. And bergamot is a great oil to use to assist with that. Some people call this bergamot, bergamot, tomato, tomato, whatever works for you. For this one, I'm, I've already diluted this with a little bit of olive oil. And I'm actually going to put this not only on my belly, just right around my belly center. I'm gonna rub that in. Had a little bit of a glitch there, sorry guys. So I'm just rubbing this bergamot on my belly center. And then I'm also going to put this on my wrists for what I do, to have confidence in what I do, to take action in what I do, to believe that what I do is important and to do the things that I need to do to stay strong and centered. I love bergamot, it's one of my favorites. And then the other oil I wanna to suggest to you tonight, if you use doTERRA oils, is the blend Elevation. This is the joyful blend, Elevation. It has osmanthus in it, it smells divine. It's one of my favorites, and it's great to use for elevating our energy, elevating our frequency, and helping us truly move into the mindset of stepping into our next evolution. Eclipses are like a portal, a fast forward portal that if you just step through it, it's like, I always think of Super Mario, if you grew up in the times of Nintendo and Super Mario, remember how he would go down into those tunnels and it would be like a warp tunnel and you'd go like three levels up. That's an eclipse. So an eclipse lets us jump through the tunnel and hyperspeed that up leveling of our existence. So tonight I suggest using some sort of blend that really up levels your frequency and elevates you. Osmanthus can do that by the way if you just want to use osmanthus oil instead or rose or jasmine or frankincense, any of those higher frequency oils. But I'm just going to use the blend of elevation and I'm going to anoint myself right at my third eye. And I'm going to go ahead and do my crown too for what I know. So if you're working with the energy of oils and anointing and you want to include that in your ceremony tonight, you can anoint yourself at your feet for where you go, at your wrists or hands for what you do, and at your third eye or crown or your head for what you know. 
Now I've already mentioned, oh, it smells good. I already mentioned the fifth element. It's the element of ether. It's the space that we're sharing right now, the technology that we use, whether you're tuning into my replay on video or through audio, this is the space where we are connecting and it withstands space and time. It moves beyond the layers of the third dimension. And the more people that tune into this in the future, the more energy that actually comes into this space. So let's just take a moment to honor that. Honor the energy of everyone that's here right now. Honor the energy of everyone who will arrive into this ether space in the future. We're holding this sacred space to bring in this lunar energy and the wisdom that this eclipse has to offer us. May it serve us. May it be fruitful. May we apply it to our life as we move forward and may it help us evolve. So with that, I'm now going to bring in the guides and guardians of the five directions. And I'm gonna start with my selenite wand and I'm just gonna move that up and around in a clockwise direction. And I'm gonna start by calling in the guides and guardians of the east with the element of air. New beginnings, like a breath of fresh air, cleansing, purifying smoke and wind from our Palo Santo tonight. And just what the wind has to offer us in general, blowing away the dust, the dirt, the things that don't serve. We thank the guides and guardians of the East for being in our circle tonight. We also call on the guides and guardians of the South. With that transformational element of fire. The fire of this eclipse that will burst forth about 4 to 5 a.m. tomorrow as we come out of the darkness of the partial lunar eclipse. Knowing that we're stepping through a portal of change right now, fire is change. It burns away what doesn't serve and it cannot come back from what it was before. We thank the guides and guardians of the South for being here with their element of fire in our circle tonight. We also call on the guides and guardians of the West with that element of water, sweet nectar of life, the elixir of survival, the waters of time, allowing us to flow from our past into our present, into our future with ease. We're able to process our own emotional waters tonight, releasing what's stuck. So it doesn't carry over through this next 18 month eclipse cycle. We invite in the water to help purify us tonight. And we thank the guides and guardians of the West for being here. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North, the element of earth, crystal healing energy, plant healing energy, water healing energy. Our earth is mostly water. 
We thank the ancestors of the earth, the generations before us that have taught us important lessons. We thank our own ancestors for being here tonight, providing us the wisdom we need to evolve, purify our bloodline, break generational karma. We invite in all of those that have walked here on the earth before us to teach us what we need to know. And we thank the guides and guardians of the north for being here. And finally, we invite in the guides and guardians of the spirit element, of the ether, of what's beyond this earth, in the cosmos, amongst the stars, amongst the planets. We invite in other cosmic realms and species. We invite in the angels, the archangels, the deities. We invite in the entities of light and source energy that need to be here now to help us change for good. Knowing that that energy of change is contagious and when we change within ourselves, we do change the collective. We up-level as a society. We up-level as an existence. And so we thank the guides and guardians of the spirit element for being here in our circle tonight. Deep breath in, deep breath out. With that, our circle is officially sealed. Welcome in. So feel free to use the chat tonight if you have any questions about anything that comes up or anything that you have right now. Anything about the moon, eclipses, zodiacal stuff, astrology. We're going to talk about it all tonight. So we're going to start by talking a little bit about the full moon, what that means. Right now, the full moon is on the other side of the earth, opposing the sun. And we're seeing that reflection. And that's why it's bright. We're connecting to that solar energy. However, sometimes we align in just a way that we're not going to get that light. And tonight we receive one of those in what we call a partial lunar eclipse or sometimes known as a blood moon because the moon doesn't actually go away completely like in a solar eclipse, the sun disappears, blacks out for the most part. In a lunar eclipse, the moon typically turns red. It's called a blood moon because of that. And it's also sometimes symbolized as a death, rebirth, and new beginning. Think about pre-modern times. I'm talking way back in the day when people lived and operated by the sun and the moon. Think about how you would feel if you had never seen it before and all of a sudden, one night, on your typical full moon, the moon turned blood red. Be a little terrifying, <laughs> in my opinion. Just my opinion. I think it'd be a little scary. In pre-modern times, people thought the world was going to end. And they saw this as death coming or being on the rise. But then, you know, the light would return. Things would return to normal. And people would realize, oh, nothing happened. The world didn't end. But I had a near-death experience and I need to reflect on that. And I think I want to make some changes now. 
Doesn't that happen to everyone when they go through that? Right? I was just talking to somebody the other day who's been going through cancer treatment and uh, chemo and radiation too, I think. And it's been rough, you know? And she said the other day, it's really made me have a new appreciation for my health and my life. When we think the world's going to end, then we want to make change when we come out of that, when we survive, right? And that's kind of the energy that eclipses bring. So symbolically now, we're still going through kind of that life, death, rebirth, maybe a spiritual death, a spiritual rebirth, an energetic death or rebirth, maybe a personal death, rebirth, relationship, work. You know, a lot of things can happen, but this is a time of big change, big change. It's almost like a new moon and a retrograde on like hyperspeed <laughs> combined into one. But we get this opportunity to start again on a big level. So this is a time to reflect during the darkness of this moon, to turn within, to look back on your life and ask yourself what kind of patterns keep coming up over and over. Like what are the lessons that you seem to be learning over and over, the same types of energy repeating itself over and over. How can you change to break that cycle? Because during an eclipse portal, you have the chance to break generational karma, to break your own karma, to heal the karma of the collective. But it all starts for us turning within and doing the work there. So I mentioned this earlier before we got officially live on the transmission, but if you wanna know where you need to make true change tonight, look at your birth chart, go to astro.com. It's free, you can enter in your information. Even if you don't understand your birth chart, one thing that you can look at is what house Scorpio is in. So even though the moon tonight is in Taurus, we're in the sun season of Scorpio, right? Sun and moon are opposing one another. So we're in the solar season of Scorpio, which means we're in the opposite of that with the moon, which means we're in the lunar energy of Taurus, okay? So we wanna look at Scorpio in our chart and we wanna see what house that's in. Whatever house that's in, that's where you need to start making change. So in my own life, I have Scorpio in the third house, the house of communication. And I'm really trying to figure out, as I mentioned before, like how to communicate differently. Can I start doing these moon circles on YouTube if I just go get a webcam? Can I um, get less, um, spend less time on social media or do things differently there? Can I just communicate my needs more? Can I teach differently? Can I start bringing more things into the online world through my programs? You know, just all that stuff is coming up for me right now because it's time for me to have a rebirth around communication. And of course, we all have different experiences. So go check out your chart. That can give you a little bit of guidance. But this is a time to really start evolving and shifting our habits around that change. So we're really supported to actually do it. I say this all the time. January 1st is not the best time to be setting goals and intentions and to changing to change your habits. It's just not. Number one, you're coming out of like a holiday coma. So you've been eating um, more, more like 
food and drink than you normally would, you know, maybe like splurging, um, overindulging a little bit more than you would. You're um, energetically drained because you're around more people, you're socializing, you have the holiday parties, you've got the family stuff, you've spent a lot of money and that's an energy coming out of you. And a lot of times that money thing really affects us whether we realize it or not. So you're kind of in this whole like holiday hangover, end of the year hangover on January 1st. And it's just not a time to do um, a reset and to start new habits. It's better to do it now, now, before all of that stuff starts. So if you're here in America with me, Thanksgiving's next week, right? So this eclipsed moon is the time to really start setting the habit. So by the time you get there next week, you're feeling a little bit more certain about the choices that you want to make. You have more confidence and willpower. You have a stronger solar plexus to set boundaries and make the correct choices to help you continually feel aligned and more at peace. Everything in moderation, right? You can still have fun. You can still splurge. You can still overindulge a little bit, but everything in moderation, you know, don't keep snowballing and find yourself on January 1st, just back in your rut again. So this eclipse is asking us to start making the changes towards the habits that we want to shift into now or the person that we want to become. And if we don't get to it now, we might want to wait until more like Lunar New Year, February 1st. So basically what I'm getting at is it's time to make big change. Time to shift your habits. It's time to get rid of the toxic stuff, the toxic habits, the toxic relationships. Where is your energy being drained? Sometimes I think about a blood moon as like a vampire moon. It makes me think about energy and the concept of energy. So it's very auspicious to be out under the eclipse, which is going to happen between around 1 to 4 a.m., okay? This is one of the longest lunar, partial lunar eclipses that we've had in a century. So it's going to be about three hours and 28 minutes. And then the the... The whole eclipse is about six hours. So it's really this whole night from about 1 a.m. or 12 midnight on. I mean, really, you don't want to be out under the moon unless you want a complete energetic reset. Okay? You also do not set out moon water unless you need to drink that water to completely purify. What do I mean by that? Somebody asked me this earlier after class. It means... Let's say I'm doing some really hard work around healing right now, okay? If I've done a lot of progress, but I'm not completely healed, and I go out under the eclipse or I soak in the energy of the eclipse or some moon water or whatever may be, I'm going to wipe out all of the hard work that I've done and I'm going to have to start fresh, do something differently, or just start over from square one. So all of your progress will be lost towards your intentions and towards your goals, towards your programming, towards the things that you're working on if you go out under the eclipse. But maybe you need a big reset, okay? For example, I would say that with this full moon in this Scorpio season, I really am releasing that concept or that idea of conceiving a child this year. For those that don't know my journey, I found out in early February of this year that I was pregnant. Things were fine. Things were normal. I went in at 12 weeks to check everything out for the first time. Found out baby didn't get a heartbeat. Found out baby stopped growing at six weeks. I naturally miscarried about a week later. And ever since, I've been really just trying to decide 
if you, I want to try again, if I want to conceive again. And the thing is, because of that timing of the pregnancy, I would have had her, I know through energy work, it was two hers. I would have had them now or had her, one of them. I'm not sure. But I would have had that birth experience now during this Scorpio season. And I just had my moon a couple of weeks ago, close to the new moon. And I just found it very cleansing. I felt this very purifying experience. And last night, last night, even though it's not time for my moon, I had this dream that my moon was coming and I've been having these really big clots happen with my moon right now. I don't know what's going on. I'm working with a, a, t a traditional Chinese medicine doctor right now, but, and it's getting better, but you know, for the past year or close to it since, since April or whatever, I am, um, have had some issues. I've had some clotting. So in this dream last night, I had this like giant, it looked like a balloon or a leather bag or something, but it was blood and it came out of me and it was almost like that is the death of that dream. It is time to start over. And that doesn't mean the dream is dead. If I still want to conceive her, I can still conceive her. I have that free will and that, you know, co-creative ability, but I've got to let go of wrapping my head around this year. I have to grieve the loss and heal and move forward. So I might want to go out under this moon and just give myself that reset because I just might really need it to help cleanse out my internal moon, my womb space. And in fact, I think I might do that tonight. I'm also going through a deep parasitic cleanse that I've been on for like five months now. So I might want to reset. I might want to go out under the moon, but that just gives you an example of, you know, how you want to be careful about this moon. So I'm going back to the blood moon, thinking about it being a vampire moon, right? It really sucks the energy out, really drains the energy. Okay. So you also don't want to set out stuff like your crystals, your card decks, your apothecary, anything that you use for divination, anything that you use for healing. These tools that you've programmed and charged and programmed and charged with the moons, if you set them out under the eclipsed moon now with this full moon, it's going to erase everything in those tools, which might not be a bad thing. Let's say that you were using a tool, you were using something like a crystal quartz. For example, I have actually, I'm reminded now, I have a very, very large crystal quartz. It's in the other room in my bedroom. And me and my son were not sleeping well last night and he's not been sleeping well the past week. And I just remembered that that crystal quartz has been used to absorb energy vampires. And we have a portal in our home, so it absorbs the negative energy and it's been absorbing the negative energy in my son's bedroom and now my bedroom where he sleeps with me at night and I need to reset that. I need to release that energy into the blood moon. I need the blood moon to take it. I need to cleanse it so that that continues to absorb energy because I think it's full. It's even actually had some black spots on it. It's crazy. If I had time, I'd go get it. But if my son hears me leave, he'll, <laughs> he'll come back up here and start banging on the door. But this crystal quartz cluster, I'm going to set that out under the eclipse moon because I want to wipe it clean. Does that make sense? So just make sure that you're careful with your tools tonight because this blood moon is a vampire moon. It's going to suck the energy out of anything that you put out there, including yourself. If you need that or your tools need that, great. Otherwise, make sure that you're keeping everything inside, closing your curtains, not letting the moonlight come into your house, not setting out any of your tools in the window. Just make sure that you're really shielding yourself from the energy of this eclipsed moon over tonight. 
Now, if you got out in it accidentally, if you set some stuff out accidentally, no worries. It was meant to be either you or your tools needed that reset. Show gratitude for it. Sometimes we need divine intervention and, you know, now you have a fresh start where you can move forward. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about Scorpio season here and there, but what you need to know is Scorpio is a water sign. So we're going to be feeling a lot of emotions right now, okay? A lot of stuff in our sacral chakra, a lot of things that we may need to release. And this might not just be like tears. So we might not have that water in tears. We might have it in tears. We might just be eliminating toxins. We might find ourselves sweating. I've been in this weird like stress sweat all day. I've had like, I had a bath last night. I had a shower this morning. I've energetically showered myself. I've rubbed myself down with baby wipes. I've rubbed myself down with oils. I've wiped myself down over and over. I have the strangest (laughs) smell coming out of me today with my sweat. And I know that it's like some weird eclipse full moon detox that I need to release all of this energy. But this is a time when things are going to be coming out via water. You might just find yourself going to the bathroom a lot right now. In fact, I know one of you on here who mentioned that you've been going to the bathroom a lot lately. You know what? Because it's just been happening and it's still happening. You know what? That might be a cleanse of some energy that you need to get rid of. Just thought. I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. You know who who's on this. I'll keep it anonymous for privacy purposes. <laughs> TMI stuff, right? Um, but I um, want you to know that the element of water is really strong right now. Now, this doesn't just mean water, sweat, or tears. This means emotion, okay? This means anger, rage, fury, and fire. You might be feeling these with this moon because it's a different energy than normal. It makes us more anxious from our primal brain, our primal programming, our past life programming. This weird internal memory goes, oh my God, it's an eclipse. The end is near. What's going on? (laughs) And we might feel a little anxious or we might feel a little frustrated or we might need to just rage. Healthy rage is really important right now. So do some shaking, do some dancing, do some like head banging to some heavy metal, scream out to some screamo, go scream in a field, go break some stuff, bash rooms if you have them. You know, this is a time to really move the energy through. Emotion is energy in motion. And I recently heard emotion referred to as a chemical memory in our body and brain. And we're alchemists, right? So we can change the chemistry of that memory in our body and brain, and we can move it through by adjusting the frequency. So move your energy through with healthy rage. If you're feeling that, if you're feeling like you need to cry, go cry. If you feel like you just need to express in some way, go for it. The other energy of emotion with watery Scorpio is sexual energy, Scorpio's kind of like the taboo, the woo, the dark, the magical, the sexy, the seductive, and you might have more fluids sexually right now, the Amrita, okay? Amrita is sacred, sacred energy, okay? And I think that this is this is just coming up right now. This is an important message from the universe. I want to put this out here. Sex is sacred, okay? And that doesn't mean sex cannot be casual because it can, 
but I want you to understand from an energetic perspective, every time that you exchange sexually with somebody, you have that deep, deep intimacy and you have that exchange of sexual fluid, you're exchanging your Amrita, you're exchanging your life essence energy And if there's things attached to that energy, for example, like right now you might be going through some sort of energy detox. If you connect that energy as you're, you know, moving your energy through emotion, through the sexual fluids, and it transfers over, you can transfer that to your partner. They can transfer to you, okay? So you need to be really careful of your energy right now, especially your water energy, especially around the Amrita, the sexual fluids, and your sexual relationships. Just right now. Okay, just right now, during this eclipse and maybe during the Scorpio season until Sagittarius season on November 21st. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about Taurus because the moon's in Taurus on the opposite side of Scorpio, on the Scorpio sun. And Taurus is an earth energy. And Taurus is kind of the mother earth energy. And this is a moon where we're really getting back into our human experience on the earthly plane, right? It's a tough one and it makes us sad and mad and frustrated, just like I mentioned before, (laughs) right? But this earthly human experience is something that our spirit chose. And this Taurus energy tells us to dive into it, to eat yummy, delicious food. I think about the matrix when they're in that restaurant, right? And she's eating like the dessert that gives her the orgasm. <laughs> I always call these like dessert gasms or food gasms, but eating really delicious food, enjoying really good wine or mead or tea, surrounding yourself with all of your preciouses, your bling bling, your crystals. Taurus likes material stuff as well. So I'm talking get in your cozy, comfy, luxurious robe or your fancy, fancy dress or suit. Just whatever makes you feel sexy or whatever makes you feel like a, like a million bucks, right? That's Taurus energy. It's driving that nice car. It's wearing those expensive shoes. It's holding that nice handbag. It's that kind of stuff. Okay, so Taurus energy is about the earthly stuff. It's about the material stuff. It's about the finer things in life. It's about really diving into this earthly human experience and taking it for all it's worth. Now, the past couple of years, we haven't really been able to have that full-on life experience that we planned, right? A global pandemic got in the way, busted up our plans. We've had to do things differently. This eclipse is the last in a Gemini Sagittarius eclipse cycle that's been happening for the past 18 months. So for the past 18 months, which is a good majority of this global pandemic, I need you to look back right now and dive in and think about all of the stuff that you can be grateful for. Not the regrets, not the frustrations, not the plans you had to cancel, not the letdowns. I want you to look back at all of the good stuff. What did the last 18 months offer you? What goal did you get out of it? For me, I 
couldn't teach in my studio for a good portion of time, which pushed me to go online, which pushed me to grow my YouTube channel, which now is so, so close to getting monetized, which is a goal that I have. Feel free to follow Mother Moon Yoga <laughs> in addition to Vina Lene. Maybe one day I'll merge the two channels. I don't know. But I've been, you know, working on that. And I hadn't, I probably wouldn't have done that if I didn't have to shut down my studio. I was also forced to build my website. So I had a new way of communicating with people. And I had to start, you know, building my email list and sending out emails. And I, you know, really met a lot of goals in my business that I had wanted to get around to, but had never had time to do. When I was forced to slow down and do things differently and I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do, I had to redirect my energy. And out of that, my business blossomed. And now here I am fully thriving, super excited about where I'm headed. And I have so much more space to grow, so many more ideas that I'm just going to keep rolling out. But that wouldn't have happened without the past 18 months and the big things that happened on the collective to change my life. So we have to look back over the past 18 months or so, and we have to ask ourselves, what happened in that darkness? What happened in the uncertainty that maybe frustrated us initially, but was a blessing in the long run? I'm going to go even deeper. To be honest, I even my shaman asked me this like three weeks ago. She said, would you really want to be pregnant and giving birth right now? No, no. That's an honest no. I would not want to be giving birth in a hospital right now amongst a global pandemic. I would not want to be pregnant during the stress of this world right now. It's a no. So I have to look back at what happened this year as a blessing in disguise and find the gratitude and the gold out of it, right? Christine says, I have a friend who is a Taurus. Her mantra is, if you can't sleep on it, eat it or wear it, what good is it? Oh, Love it. I'm going to screenshot this. I love that. Tauruses love the beds. Tauruses will live in bed. I once dated a Taurus for a very long time. Loved to be in bed. Watched movies in bed. Loved to, you know, have fun in bed. <laughs> Loved to be in the bed. Loved to sleep. Loved to be in the bed. Needed lots of sleep. So yeah, I completely agree with you. It's all about the body. Luxury. Taking care of ourselves bubble baths, you know, it's a good time to do all of those things. So we have to find the gold. We have to find the glitter in life. We have to find the finer things in life that have come out of the past 18 months, this cycle, because as we move forward now, the next 18 months are a cycle of Taurus Scorpio eclipses. And now we know the energy of Scorpio and Taurus to really understand that energy. We have got to get used to wrapping our head around change with the way we are living on our planet. I think this comes with the way that we're living sustainably and ecologically and ethically with one another. But I also think it goes deeper than that. I think that we're starting to embrace different ways of living, right? Like cryptocurrency is on the rise. Facebook is going to meta. Social media is changing. Many people are working from home right now and don't want to go back to an in-person workplace. A lot of people are learning to get creative with the ether and develop new things out of that that help them be supported financially, like NFTs, you know, there's a lot of change happening. 
cars are moving to more of an electric thing. People are moving out of big homes and into tiny homes. Some people live out of a van. Some people want to not have a home at all. Travel is weird right now. The way we shop for clothes is weird right now. There's this weird like comeback of the thrift shopping, right? Or the at-home subscriptions like Stitch Fix and things like that, right? But we just, we have change coming around how we live. New normal. It's here and it's changing more than we can even like conceptualize and fathom and it's still changing. So we've got to get ready for it. So find the gratitude for everything you discovered over the past 18 months. And remind yourself that as things get more confusing, as the change continues to snowball and move forward in the next 18 months and into the collective future, just keep setting the intention to find the goal, to find the positive, to embrace the expansion of what's to come. Because we're in the golden, the golden age, the light is growing, but it's like we've been living in the dark ages and now we're moving from the medieval to the renaissance. It's going to be a shift. <laughs> it's going to take some time. So we're shifting on this earth. We're shifting on this planet. We've got to learn how to ebb and flow with the change. And this eclipse is preparing us for it. It's time to let go of what doesn't serve you. It's time to let go of what doesn't serve the greater future good. And it's time to release anything that holds you down into those old ways of thinking in that old collective that's kind of in our past. It's kind of a piece of history and it kept us down in a different dimension and a different reality, right? We're moving into the 5D reality. We're moving into a co-creative dimension. So we've got to get rid of these limitations and these other things that were in our old self and in our old ways. And we're stepping through the beginnings of that portal right now. I know that this circle is probably going to go over an hour tonight. I'm just warning you. I'm going to grab a drink really quick. Let me know if you have any questions right now. We're going to shift to Vedic astrology just shortly. Other names for this moon, by the way, this moon is also known as the beaver moon. This is the um, time when the beavers are like finishing up um, making their dams and they're kind of like nesting in and they're preparing for winter and you won't really, really see them after this that much um, because they're hunkered in out of the cold. So again, it's kind of that letting go of the old, preparing for the new, preparing for winter, preparing for what's next. And this is also known as the money moon because it's this Taurus moon. This really gives us an opportunity to revolve our mind around the exchange of energy and the concept of abundance. Abundance and wealth aren't just in the form of money. They're in the form of other things too. What are you blessed with right now? What are you grateful for? Continue to find the gratitude and the gold in everything, even the little stuff that you don't realize as you continue to move forward. Okay, so we're gonna shift over to the eastern side of the world, and I always start by saying I am no pro, I am not a professional in Vedic astrology. I just like to share the knowledge because I think that it aligns a lot with Western astrology. Plus, after going to India four years ago, it just kind of became a peak on my interest scale, and I've started to learn more and more with each year and with each moon. By the way, four years ago, at this time, I was in India, and I'm gonna be sharing my story on my podcast 
very soon. I might have to share it without my fancy microphone, unfortunately, but I'm going to share my journey because I was in India for almost a month and I had quite the journey there. Um, and it's interesting how karma comes back around and like history repeats itself because I feel like the things I went through in that year after going through India, I've kind of repeated over this past year of 2021. So really interesting. But yeah, on the Vedic side of the world, on the Eastern side of the world in Vedic astrology, this moon is in Kritika Nakshatra. Nakshatras are constellations of stars that house um, the moon, known as lunar mansions, and Kritika is known as the star of fire. It's also um, symbolized by a razor-sharp blade or knife, and it represents this cutting away very quickly, right? If you think about a blade, a very sharp blade coming down very quickly, that's the energy of quick change, right? And true change, when you cut the cord, you can tie it back together, but it'll never be the same, right? So this eclipsed moon in Kritika Nakshatra is asking us to make swift change. You know, if we need to cut a cord, we need to cut a cord. If we need to shift into a different habit, drop a toxic one, we need to do that. We really need to redirect our energy. And then also speaking of energy, the element of fire really rules Kritika Nakshatra because the fire god Agni resides within this lunar mansion as well. And Agni is an ancient god. He's an alchemist. Everything he touches turns to gold or light or fire or heat or eventually ash. Just depends on the energy, right? But everything he touches has some sort of transformational experience. So again, we are moving through a powerful, potent portal of transformation right now with this eclipsed moon in Kritika Nakshatra. So the fire god Agni is going to ask us to burn away what doesn't serve and also to use the fire as a sort of purification. In Sanskrit, we call fire tapas, and this can mean like an, a purifying energy. So I talked about the healthy rage earlier, right? Or maybe you just need to go through like a hard workout and like sweat things out. So that's an example of using that tapas for purification. Like you have a really powerful hot yoga flowing class that's going to end up purifying you, helping you to sweat, but also clear out your mind and clear out your energy. So there is this energy of fire that comes into the moon right now, bringing, a, bringing us an energy of transformation so that we can really kind of burn away that self of ours that no longer serves and we can up level into a newer self, a newer evolution. I want to talk more about kind of the energy of fire going back over to the Western side of things, but I just want to check my notes really quick because I want to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Yeah, that's pretty much it there. Okay, perfect. So the energy of fire is strong right now with Agni, with Kritika Nakshatra and Vedic astrology, but on the Western side of the world, we also have to consider that Mars, the planet of fire, the planet of masculine energy, the yang, the planet of war, is now standing off with Uranus, <laughs> the planet of revolution, shakeups, and breakups. So basically, we've got the planet of war standing off with the planet of revolution in the house of Scorpio, which is the sign of life, death, and rebirth. Do I need to talk about transformation one more time? <laughs> 
There are big collective shakeups coming with this Mars energy in Scorpio. When Mars is in Scorpio, Scorpio is one of its ruling signs. It really gives it the power to push through. So if you need the power to push through right now, to go to battle with your shadows, your demons, your toxins, and really make change and have victory, now is the time to take advantage of that Mars energy because it's full of action. It's full of energy. It's charged up. It's on fire and it's ready to go. When it's opposing Uranus, it's like, let's go. Let's go. Let's have a change. Let's have a freaking revolution. Like, let's break up the collective. Let's, let's blow up things. Let's, let's just, let's just make everything different because that's how it needs to be. <laughs> Lisa says good grief. <laughs> I know it's a lot. So we might have conflict come up. Okay. In the next few weeks, as we go through this shift, uh, Mars will shift out of that, um, energy of Scorpio into Sagittarius, December 13th, by the way, it'll change it up a little bit, but until then we're going to feel some oppositional energy. There's going to be a lot of like revolutionary wakeups around the concept of like war and going to battle and just like inner conflict within yourself. You might find new ways of healing that or changing that conversation. When it comes to the conflicts that you're having with people, you know, in your life, you might find that you're able to finally cut the cord or set a boundary or finally welcome them in a really good conversation or bring in some communication or maybe you just have that revolution or that evolution and that relationship changes and it's no longer the same you know nothing is right or wrong just know that these are the energies of the cosmos and they affect us right now so now you know what's up if any of this stuff comes up in your own life and you can know better how to handle it man it is just noisy it's very active outside tonight Okay, so we've talked about Mars being in Scorpio, opposing Uranus. The other thing we have to talk about are our deep-seated wounds. It's time to really go to battle with our shadow side. It's time to really go to battle with our inner work and take action on what we need to do to find deep healing. Chiron is still in retrograde until December, which means that the cosmic wounded healer is bringing our stuff to the surface. This also comes up during this watery Scorpio moon when we have all of these emotions, this water energy rising to the surface. We're tapping into our lunar space where we hold a lot of memories around trauma. So this is a time for us to look back on um, deep-seated wounds, especially emotional and energetic ones, and really ask ourselves what we need to do to take action on healing. And the, the action that we take now until mid-December, until Chiron goes direct, is really going to help us to heal these things, hopefully for good, right? When we um, heal, we have an evolution. Like I think about a snake shedding its skin or the scorpion molting its shell, right? Like it's not going to be the same. It's grown out of that space. Space. And you can grow out of these wounds and you can grow out of these traumas and you can grow out of these things that limit you and hold you back as well. But you have to take the free will to work on it. So take advantage of this action-oriented Mars energy and Scorpio ready to go to battle to make true change and have a revolution within yourself and go to work and start healing yourself best you can. If you need help, seek help. Get a therapist, get a guide, get a guru, get a shaman do an online program, sign up for Conscious Creators, you know, but find a way to heal yourself and figure it all out so that you don't go into another like karmic cycle of it where it's going to come up again.
Neptune is also in retrograde just a little bit longer until December. It's the planet of dreams. It's the planet of illusion. It helps us to look at life from a different point, kind of on that like matrix on the outside looking in. We can really look back at our stuff that we've been through in the past. We can find a different energy or emotion about it. We can also look forward into the future and kind of see that everything is an illusion and that we have the ability to co-create. Neptune is the planet of dreams. It's the place where we not only harness our dreams, but we also tap into the dream space where the veil is thin and where anything is possible. It's a time where we can also connect to our spirit guides, our ancestors. All of these energies are stronger right now and during an eclipsed blood moon, even stronger. So take advantage of everything that's here to help you on the earthly Taurus plane, in the underworld, in the taboo, the woo, the mysterious of Scorpio. And the fire energy of transformation itself and that belief that you can change and heal and grow. It's time to dive in, brothers and sisters. It's time to heal. It's time to change. It's time to do different. This moon is supporting you. I don't think I have much else to say there. I would like us to do a meditation tonight. I think that's what's going to serve us best. I know we're going over on time, so I want us to do our meditation. I want to share my tarot cards, although I don't have them. Talk about doing things differently. I've been, um, everything's been all over the place today. Here they are. I do have them. Okay. So I'm going to do the tarot reading after we do this meditation, and then we'll release the guides and guardians, and then we'll be done. So we'll probably be done in the next 15 minutes if you're wondering about time. I'd like us all to take a deep breath, maybe sit tall again, resupport your posture, ground in, shake it out, loosen up, clear your mind for a moment, come back to the present. You can just rest your hands wherever feels most natural. You might even want to rest them on your belly solar plexus energy. You might want to rest on the belly in the womb. Whatever energy you need to tune into. Take a, a few deep breaths into those spaces. Take time to relax. Soften. Open up. I want you to start by looking back on the past 18 months or so, or just look back in the past in general. What's coming up for you? What comes up in the shadows of the darkness? What low frequencies, the memories that pull your mood down? The emotions, the triggers, the wounds. Notice them. Shine light on them. Sit with them and breathe with them. Hold non-judgment. Hold them in the light of awareness. And find the gold. Whatever is coming up right now, where is the gold? Where is the wisdom? Where is the lesson? How did it change you for the better? How did you evolve out of that experience? How can you be grateful for it now? Maybe it's multiple things coming up. Find the gold in all of it. Do a little gold digging. 
conjure up the wealth that you've accumulated out of this recent past, this recent shift, or anything else from your previous experiences. And hold that in the light now. Hold it in your heart. And take a deep breath. And then clear it all out. Whatever's left is fine. You can return to it later in a deeper meditation. For now, move forward into the future. The unknown darkness again, the unforeseeable future, the shadows. How do you want to change? What do you see yourself doing differently? New habits, new ways of living and operating on this earthly plane. How are you treating your body in the future? How are you allowing yourself to have the earthly human experience? How do you want it to go? See it now. See it happening. See it happening as if it is happening for real. Don't worry about how. Don't worry about limits. The potential is infinite. All of that darkness is a bunch of space. Ever expanding. Breathe into it. Expand it more and step into it. See yourself as the person you want to be, living the life you want to live, doing the things that you want to do, living in your joy, living in your light, feeling so abundant, so wealthy beyond money, so blessed, surrounded by gold. Everything you touch turns to light, just like Agni. Everything you touch transforms for the good. Each time you step, there's glitter and gold around you. Breathe into it. It's here for you. Can you believe that that evolution in life is here for you? Can you really see yourself living it? Can you have confidence? Take a deep breath, clear your mind. Come back to your hands, on your belly, on your body, you're resting. Come back to your breath. Eyes are still closed, breathe into the present moment. And think about what you need to do now to make true change, to break the cycles of your past, to step into that abundant future. What do you need to do differently now? How do you need to change? How do you need to transform? You know what you need to do. It's coming up. You know. Don't block it out. Don't put it into the shadows. Don't judge it. We're earthly humans having this human experience. It's okay. We all have our lessons to learn. We all have changes to make. We all have opportunities to grow, but we have that free will to choose. Will you choose to be different now? Will you choose to evolve? Can you see yourself doing the thing differently? Can you see yourself transforming? Can you see yourself embracing the willpower to change? Hmm, breathe into that heat of your belly. Feel that fire from the inside burning now. That desire to change is burning. You yearn 
for that glittery golden future. It's almost like you're on fire for it now. Feel the heat. And as you feel yourself light up and set yourself on fire for this change, also let that fire burn and transform what you are ready to change for good. It no longer serves. Burn it away. Turn it to ash, just like Agni. Keep stepping into the light, embracing the light, holding the light, holding the heat, holding that energy. Think about all the potential this energy has. Feel it moving through you. Feel it surrounding you. Feel it reflecting off of every aspect of your life. See the fire, the heat, the light, the gold all around you. Breathe it in. Take one more breath. Clear your mind. Relax. Gently come back when you're ready. I literally felt the heat growing from my belly out. I don't know if you felt that. Feel free to share what you experienced. By the way, even if you're catching the replay, I always go back and check and respond to the comments. So if you have something come up, even in the replay, share. I love to read your experiences. So we've got to embrace the light. We've got to embrace the fire. We've got to believe that we can make change. It all comes from within. I want to move on to the tarot, what the cards have for us tonight. I typically pull past, present, and future cards. And this time around, I pulled a bonus card for the eclipse, asking us what we truly need to release or change. I'm going to take a deep breath. Taking time to show gratitude for these cards and the messages that come through. Thank you for showing us what we need to see, hearing what we need to hear, learning what we need to know. We know the cards don't lie and we thank you for the tarot and what it has to offer us tonight. For the past card, I pulled the four of pentacles Pentacles are a sign of abundance, wealth, success, a bit of a completion as well, thinking about birth, life, death, rebirth, that constant cycle, but also the endings and new beginnings. Look back on our past and find the gold. Be grateful. This is a return to health. We're doing much better than we were two years ago, one year ago, six months ago, right? We all are. We're getting used to things. We're learning to adjust. We've reborn ourselves into this new golden age. And we're learning to find gratitude for all of it. So continue to hold that ability to alchemize, right? to shine light on the past, to turn it into gold, to look to the future, to turn it into gold, to every experience, turn it into gold. See yourself successful no matter what. For the present card, I pulled judgment. 
this angel is blowing a trumpet. By the way, she's in the ocean. <laughs> she's navigating her emotions. Just like this watery Scorpio energy. And she's doing it without judgment. We have to look back at our life with non-judgment. We have to look back at our... We might have made a mistake today. Don't judge it. Be grateful for the awareness that you don't want to do it again. Be grateful for the awareness of change. Judgment is something that we're not carrying over into the new collective. And it's coming up right now in this present moment with this eclipse portal because it's something that we need to evolve and change. We have got to stop judging ourselves. We have got to stop judging others. And I know that's hard because of personal emotional attachments, right? But when we judge others, we limit our peace. We have to learn to embrace that everyone is going on their own journey and everyone is responding from their core programming and upbringings and everybody's making choices from their truths and their beliefs. We can't judge that. We have to let everybody have their experience. But what we can do is we can start with ourselves by releasing that non-judgment and making the change there. And the energy is contagious. It'll move out onto the collective. This card also is represented by Mercury, planet of communication. Okay. So there's a lot of judgment <laughs> on the internet right now. Not all, all aspects. I'm not just talking global pandemic stuff. I'm talking just judgment, right? Facebook, literally where we're at right now. It's one of the reasons that I kind of want to break away from here. I really might think I might look into a webcam in the next couple of days and look into that. But I'm just tired of the judgment. I'm tired of seeing that. You know, we all just need to like be doing what we're doing to protect ourselves and feel safe and feel loved and feel free. And we have to trust in that. So with this eclipse portal, we're being asked to let go of judgment. Um, in the tarot, this is the angel blowing the trumpet before the final end of like the, um, the earth before like a rebirth and a new beginning. So again, we're having big endings and new beginnings right now, and this is a time for us to up-level evolutionary within ourselves and on the collective. For the past, or sorry, for the future card, I pulled the chariot reversed. Ruled by Cancer, a sign of water, again, emotional energy, but also... There's two horses going one in each direction, light and dark. We always have the path to choose to live in the light or the darkness. Right now, we're coming to a karmic space where this eclipse is saying, hey, do you want to keep traversing through the same darkness or do you want to come into the light? Learn something different. Take a new path. When the chariot's pulled reverse, this also means a slowdown in progress. Remember, be careful about going out under the moon right now. It could wipe your energy. This also means that you literally might have been run off the road energetically. 
Are you being pushed around too much right now? Are people taking advantage of your energy? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Is the collective too much for you? Is the external too much for you? You've got to turn within. You've got to hunker down, turn into the underworld, turn within yourself, protect your energy. Okay? Because if you're feeling that, it's going to get worse if you don't set the boundary. Now, remember this Kritika Nakshatra, that razor-sharp knife? Set the boundary now. Carve out the new path for your journey to go on. I also just have this like inner sense. And a lot of times my, I'm just going to say my intuition never lies, really. It never lies. Why do I say really? This is the stuff we work through right now. Okay, I'm doubting. I have self-doubt. And I just talked about this on my recent podcast about my intuition. Clearly, it's coming out right now. So yeah, my intuition has never been wrong, okay? And my intuition is telling me that because this is cancer with the reverse chariot, that summer plans are not going to go as planned, especially around the concept of travel. So if you have any plans coming up this summer, especially during cancer season, I would advise to just be patient. I just don't see that playing out maybe as planned. But who knows? I'm just seeing a disruption of plans. There's travel plans are really confusing right now too. So I'm not surprised that the chariot reverse is coming up just because global travel is very challenging right now. Okay, and the bonus card for the eclipse, what do we really need to change or, or learn or evolve? Two of Wands. It's up to us. Free will. We can make the change or not. And we can learn the same karmic lesson or learn something new. But we do have the magic. The Wands are a sign of magic. Also, there's two months left in the year, November, December, then we move on, right? And we move into 2022 can't make this stuff up. The cards don't lie. <laughs> we need to learn as we move into 2022, as we move into the future, as we move into this next evolution after this eclipse, we need to understand that we're moving into a 5D co-creative reality and that we all have the creative source energy within us. Solar plexus, sacral chakra, root chakra, earthly energy centers of manifestation. We all have this energy within us to create the life we choose. Just like in that meditation, we saw ourselves there without worrying about how, okay? If you truly believe, if you truly believe that you can be that person you see or live that life you want, it will come along. Now you have to take action. You can't just dream and do nothing different. You have to make change. But the magic is there for you to create whatever you want to create. If you see it in your mind, if you believe in it, and you start to take baby steps towards it, it's going to become reality. Two of Wands is saying that is so. Two of Wands says you are a God, Goddess being. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You have infinite potential, and it's all lying ahead of you. But you have to make the choice to change. And if you don't want to change, that's okay too. There's no right or wrong. There's no judgment. This is the path. This is the journey that you're on. And that's the journey that you choose. That's what I have for you tonight, loves. 
If you have any questions, please put it in the comments right now or anything else that you want to share. Otherwise, I'm going to release our guides and guardians and I'm going to seal our circle. Thank you for being here a little longer with me tonight. I know this is a longer moon circle, but it's the longest partial eclipse in 580 years. <laughs> 580, yeah, 580 exactly. Six hours and one minute all together. Three minutes and 28, or three hours and 28 minutes with the blood moon. So we had to have a longer circle. There's a lot of energy today. Okay, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to release our guides and guardians, and then I'll seal our circle. So I'm going to take this selenite wand. I'm going to go now in the counterclockwise direction. And I'm going to start by releasing the guides and guardians of the spirit realm, the ether, the cosmos, everywhere else beyond this earthly plane, beyond this third dimension, the entities of light. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your awareness. Thank you for helping us to see and know and hear what needs to come through. And we know that you're always there when we need you. We thank you for that too. We thank you for being in our circle tonight and we release you guides and guardians of the spirit realm. We also release the guides and guardians of the north, earth element. We release those generations that came before us. We thank you for what wisdom you've brought us. We release our ancestors. We thank you for your guidance and what you show us to help us heal the bloodline. We thank you for Mother Earth herself and what she has to offer through her healing elements, her plants, her crystals, her flowers, her trees, her food, her breath. Thank you for helping us to be grounded tonight in such a shaky, energetic, full eclipsed moon. And we release the guides and guardians of the North from our circle now. We also release the guides and guardians of the West, element of water, moving us through this portal of time, this eclipse portal, moving us into a new evolution, and also helping us to cleanse ourselves, process our emotional waters, protect our energy through our Amrita, understand this exchange of energy and the importance of it. We thank you for the sacred water of life itself. And we release the guides and guardians of the West from our circle tonight. We also thank the guides and guardians of the South with the element of fire being here to help us transform tonight. That ancient fire god Agni turning things into light and heat and fire and ash and dust, whatever level we need of transformation. We thank that element of fire for 
igniting us, igniting our dreams, setting us on fire to make true change. We thank you for the action of fiery Mars playing into our energy tonight. And we release the guides and guardians of the South from our circle tonight. We also release the guides and guardians of the East with the element of air, bringing in new beginnings, a fresh breath, a cleansed space, the purifying smoke of the Palo Santo trees, We thank you for inviting us into a new beginning with this eclipsed blood moon tonight. And we thank you once again as we release the guides and guardians of the East from our circle tonight. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. And with that, our circle is complete. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Christine. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Christina Fleck. I saw her pop on here. I haven't seen you in forever. I hope you're doing amazing. Hi, Trudy. No worries on getting here late. You can check in on the replay to catch the rest. I hope you're doing great too, Mama. Oh, love you guys. We're going to keep these circles rocking out, whether it be on Facebook or somewhere else. It's going to happen. I'm going to look into a webcam soon. Might be after the holidays. Might be with the Lunar New Year. But I'm ready for change too. And I'm starting to do a little bit of that around the way I communicate to you guys. But I thank you for sticking with me with these moon circles, tuning in with me online, checking in with me on social media. I love your messages. I love your comments. I love when you guys email me. Some of you just like respond via email to my newsletters. Love it. Love it all. Love, uh, you know, contacting you through the ether as well. It's a great space for us to up-level the energy, right? The space can be negative, can be full of judgment, or we can use it to raise the frequency of the collective, wake everybody up, shine that light. That's the choice that I'm going to make with this moon. So our next new moon circle will be here on Facebook. It'll be December 4th. That's a Saturday. I'm going to do that one at 7.30 p.m. It is a total solar eclipse and a new moon in Sagittarius, a whole new vibe compared to now. I'm super excited to talk about it and circle up with you then. But until then, I'll see you somewhere in the ether. By the way, don't forget Conscious Creatress is still open for registration until that new moon on December 4th. If you sign up by the end of November, you get a free Reiki session with me either online or in person or just any sort of like one-on-one -on -one coaching or any way you want to use that one-hour session, but that's part of my holiday sale if you sign up. All of my online programs, by the way, aside from Conscious Creatress, are 50% off through the end of November if you want to go check that out. I got a lot going on for the holidays, so make sure you're getting on my newsletter. If you're not there, make sure you're tuning in to me on social media, and if you need anything else, send me a message, anything about the moon or otherwise, and... I'm sending you lots of blessings with this money, 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 money moon. I'm sending all my love to you. I'll see you with the next moon. Namaste. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. 
As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online, depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media. So thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.